you're, thank you for joining us on the inaugural episode of We Watch Loki. This is going to be a series just like all our other We Watch series where we talk about the new Disney Plus show, Loki. Uh, I'm actually not that excited about this show, or I wasn't until the show actually started. And uh, I have a lot of thoughts about this first episode. I'm joined here by Kale today. You know, it's incredible. Uh the journey I went through time to get here. I stepped through this mountainous beard. I didn't have this yesterday. Really? I have it tomorrow. Oh. So, so, but, but you have it today too. Right. Hmm. When what's tomorrow, but yesterday's today. You just scrambled my brain. And that's Loki, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) So before we get into talking about the show, I do, of course, want to let you guys know the Comics Pals is a weekly show. We put out a show every single Monday. We're talking about the characters that you love and all the places you can find them. We're doing news, interviews, and we put out reviews every single week as well. You can find our reviews every single Sunday and Wednesday for our Image First reviews. If you want to hang out and support the show, you can do so by writing to us at thecomicspals.gmail.com. Get us on all social platforms at The Comics Pals. And if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure that you subscribe to the video, like it, share with your friends, and all that jazz. It's free to do, and it helps us out a lot more than it costs you. On all podcast hosting platforms, make sure that you guys are leaving us a review, a rating, a like, all that good stuff. We really appreciate it. Now, Loki is the third in what will probably be a very, very long list of MCU television shows. And like I said at the top, it was the show that I was the least excited for, just because I'm kind of over Loki. Uh, He's made more appearances than any of the other villains by far. And uh, I feel like he's had a full arc at this point. So the fact that they are going back to him for a television show just strikes me as a little bit odd. But based on the first episode, um, I'm, I'm actually really excited to hear what you have to say about this, Kale. I actually feel like they have a really strong foundation for what could end up being a really great entry into the MCU. I actually really agree. Um, I, I won't say that this has been like my f- my favorite yet. Like I, right. I, I, it certainly hasn't earned any anything yet, but I think I'm more cautiously optimistic. Um, after after watching it because it um, it really blew away my expectations for it. One yeah. of the things uh, Jess and I said as we were watching it was, even though the show is Loki, it doesn't feel like it's necessarily completely focused on Loki. I think I think what the strength for this is is that it's introducing like the broader multiverse right and how the time travel stuff and the tva and owen wilson and all that and i think that's what's really gonna carry uh people who are tired of tom hiddleston and loki through this (laughs) series yeah i i completely agree i think the tva is being set up as a very important piece of the puzzle going forward because of the multiverse mm-hmm. and that's something that we've been talking about for quite some time now ever since endgame really what are the repercussions going to be and one of the biggest strengths of 
the Disney Plus shows has been addressing the post-Endgame MCU. Uh, WandaVision did that excellently. I think Falcon Winter Soldier did that excellently, but a different slice of it. And Loki is rooting us in the multiverse aspect of that. Um, I really, really can't wait to see where all that stuff is going to go. And using Loki as an anchor point for that conversation is actually really smart because he is a character that people do care about. Like you and I are kind of over it, but mm. um, you know, Loki's Loki was one of the three top, I would say top five most popular MCU characters prior to, I would say probably prior to uh, Infinity War. Okay, that's fair. I was going to say phase three, yeah. Yeah. So um, obviously Tom Hiddleston's been playing the character for a while and he understands the character. What did you think about his performance in this first episode? I think I think we're really going to see some range here. And I think um, I think he does that. But I'm not sure. I don't know. I feel like he ran the gamut this episode. But I, 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 I will be interested to see how it progresses, and sort of what is, um, you know, Loki mischief and what's not. Um, I don't know. Like the the stuff as he's like watching Frigga die and everything. Yeah, that's all. It's all super interesting because our our Loki lived through all that, and all that stuff was built up. And this 2012 Loki that we're following in the show hasn't lived through all that. So I think there's a degree of of um, I mean trauma. <laughs> that he lived through watching that whole section of his life. Right. And that was, I mean, that had to be wild. Yeah. And uh, just, just in case there are people listening to this who haven't watched the show yet or aren't, aren't necessarily clear on what was happening, I want to um, tackle what you just said mm. in that this Loki that we're engaging with is the Loki from directly after the original Avengers movie in 2012 this is the loki that would have been taken by thor to asgard as a prisoner and uh he would uh go on to impersonate odin and blah 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 blah. this is that loki at in avengers endgame captain america goes back in time to try to get the tesseract they wanted to acquire all of the infinity stones again it goes left that version of loki from 2012 uh, takes the Tesseract and teleports away from that situation and is immediately captured by the TVA, which is what the show is essentially showing us in this first episode. I think what's so compelling about that is it felt like Loki was us watching the events of those movies play out on what was essentially a projector screen um, in that, you know, in that TVA interrogation room. And I thought that was pretty cool. It was a nice little touch. I felt like, you know, he's going through all the emotions that we did when we were watching those sequences and stuff like that. I remember my theater being totally shocked to watch Loki die. He had the same reaction to watching himself die as we did. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that was, and that was how Infinity War started. So it was a right. very, I mean, a very shocking way to do it. Uh, yes. Yeah. So I, 
I can imagine how that would feel <laughs> for Loki. Watching you know, your death. Yeah. <laughs> at the beginning That's... of the movie. <laughs> um, and I, I think Tom Hiddleston really handled the role well. Oh, well, you talked about range. Mm. And I, I thought that there was a lot of range emotionally on his part. In this episode, we got to see very much the Loki of 2012, the talking about being a god king and a ruler and all this different jazz. And you could see him being broken down. It felt like a, a deconstruction of the character in a lot of ways, similar to some of the stuff that we have seen with like um, Logan deconstructing his animality and his aggressive sure. nature. Um, and then even in video games with, uh, with God of War and how that took that aggressive character and kind of toned him down. Loki... Uh, is kind of almost made into a joke in this in this first episode by Owen Wilson's character uh, Mobius and Mobius, who was a revelation. I thought. Wait, what's his whole name? Mobius and Mobius. Huh. I didn't catch that. I saw his name was Mobius, and I was going to make a, a Jean Girard joke. Who's the? He's the famous uh, the comic creator that made the the Inkle. But mm. anyway. Yeah, um, I, I thought Owen Wilson did a great job. I am not like a, I know there's a lot of people who are like real big Owen Wilson fans. I think he's cool, he's fine, but I haven't followed his career or anything. I thought that in this role, he was actually excellent. Um, he was able to be comedic, yeah. but not make it feel like everything was a joke. It felt like he mm -hmm. was doing that on purpose to, to, to sort of uh, bring Loki down. To, to, yeah, to disarm him. Yeah, right, to disarm him, to ground him. Um, and that actually was really effective. That was a really effective tactic, not only on his part in the show, but for me as a viewer, um, it helped to kind of like bring Loki down a couple of notches. He made some funny lines, but they didn't distract from what was a, a, an actually serious event that was occurring. Yeah, and like the the psychoanalysis really um added to everything that loki was going through right. um you know uh when when he gets to the point where loki is ready to be uh vulnerable with him you know he's loki says i've never wanted to hurt anyone it's part of the whole thing but the loki that we watched die definitely would have said that well, it definitely yeah. would have said no. I'm totally into hurting people, <laughs> and 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 that's that speaks to again how they're trying to take this Loki in a different direction. Yeah. Um, it's that range, and and again, I'm not really that interested in Loki. Certainly not the Loki of 2012, but this show is now showing us a version of Loki who's becoming humbled, mm. and. He's expressing things about himself that have never been expressed about the character. By the way, the Loki we, we followed from all the way back in Thor number one to his last breath in Endgame never expressed anything that vulnerable before. Infinity so they're War. getting, uh, sorry, yeah, Infinity War. They're getting us to a place with this character where it feels new and fresh. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what we need. The same treatment that Thor got through Ragnarok, Infinity War, and Endgame, Loki is now getting with this show. And if this is not Tom Hiddleston's last hurrah, which I actually think it might be, mm. um, but if it's not, then we're actually going to have a Loki who's interesting and compelling again, and I might actually be able to buy as more of a, 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 a heroic hero or, I guess, an anti-hero. Whereas in the Thor line of films, that was one of my biggest problems. 
I just didn't believe it. Yeah, he he, especially around Ragnarok, he served as more of a foil, but not in a, in a way that made a difference. Yeah, um, and he was, he was neutered. Yeah, neutered and made the butt of jokes, and mm. you know, um, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. You know, it worked out for Thor, but uh, not Loki. So maybe it didn't work out. Yeah, it didn't serve the character, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, But, you know, we get some pretty interesting sequences here. One of the earlier sequences is kind of Loki going through the motions of, of, of getting to the point of being tried for his crimes against the time stream. And we see a video that essentially explains what the TVA is and what the timekeepers are. Two new introductions into the MCU uh, for us, for the viewer, right? Mm. And they essentially talk about how the multiverse is something that's being kept together by the timekeepers and by extension, the time variation authority, and that actions like the ones that Loki took uh, are the types of things that can rattle the multiverse and cause fractures and schisms within it. I thought that that was a really effective way of explaining where the MCU is right now. Um, But also, in my mind, I took it to kind of be like, hey, the Avengers are are responsible for this, right? Like Captain America did some some stuff. Captain America is the reason why all this happened. And we saw how Hulk went back in time and spoke to the Ancient One. And there were some issues there. So this could have a cascading effect that we don't even really fully comprehend yet. Well, what's interesting is the the judge after that video, while Loki's being tried, says that that was supposed to happen. Um, she says the Avengers were supposed to do all that. You were not. Hmm. <clears throat> okay, so I guess I missed that line. I guess I guess some time travel is permitted as long as it doesn't interfere with the the broader picture right i guess the difference there would be that loki is supposed to be captured by thor and he's supposed to go to asgard and he's now changed that by taking the tesseract so okay i guess that does make sense yeah Um, even even to the degree of like his mother is now um alive Right, because the things that he would go on to do wouldn't have ever happened. So his mother would be alive. We have no idea how uh, how the encounter with, uh, what's this guy's name, Malekith would go yes. yep. uh, without Loki. All those things are different. And so, okay, that, that does make sense. Um, I thought that that entire sequence was really fun. And it was funny. Sometimes I think that the MCU uh, content can be funny to a fault. Like it kind of takes away from itself. Like and I the, didn't feel that way this time. The the scene in in the courtroom again where he's trying to get his daggers and activate his powers or whatever, and they let that drag on a second. Yeah. Okay, man, we get it. <laughs> uh no, I, I agree with you. And and that whole sequence led me to a thought that I uh, a, a tweet that I'd seen. I think it might have been from a comic creator, but I can't remember. Mm. And I wanted to ask you. Because of that sequence, do you think this would be uh, an okay show for 
someone who had never seen any of the Marvel films? You're referring to Dan Slott's tweet. Was, um, it, was it his? Okay. Yeah. So I think that he's probably right in that this show would be a tough one for someone who's never seen an ounce of MCU content because you don't have a familiarity with Loki. You don't have a familiarity. I think certain things in the MCU will only mean something to you if you know about it. Mm. If you don't, right, and you watch this, why do you care how Loki feels about the things that he witnesses on that screen? Yeah, um, They don't have relevance to you. They don't have meaning to you. Uh, and I think that's something that we just kind of have to accept at this point. But so many yeah. people saw those movies that, I think it's okay. And if they didn't and they choose Loki to start with for some reason, which seems kind of odd in and of itself, but mm. if they choose it, I think the show tries to do its best to accommodate new viewers, uh, even if I think its best is lacking because it couldn't be, there's not much more you could do than just sit there and run the movies. Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, and, and when I tried to, think about this question i tried to frame it as like okay well this might be an okay sci-fi story by itself you you would certainly have lost some context but right. if you think about it in as like a twilight zone episode or something hmm. it might work given that you're just kind of plopped in the a day in the life of this convicted criminal or whatever I can definitely see that. And I think that that will be the truth of that will be revealed as episodes go on. Yeah. Uh, there's definitely a possibility that this evolves into a show that's just good, regardless of your, your familiarity with the MCU. Um, but if you're asking me based on the first episode, I do think that it would be tougher mm. for someone who's never seen any of this to jump in. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, yeah. I, I, I I also enjoyed, though, how they showed us some things in Loki's past that we haven't seen before, like his uh, his his uh, getaway on that plane as D.B. Uh, Cooper. Yeah. Yes, that was pretty cool. I, there was we don't necessarily realize we don't think about the fact that Loki and Thor and all the Asgardians are gods who have been around for a really long time. Mm. We've had tons of adventures that we don't even know about. Um, and I love the idea that this show might explore some of that stuff. And I, it makes me wish that we could, I, I, I don't think this will happen, but it'd be pretty cool if Chris Hemsworth could appear a store and we could see more of their relationship in the past develop. The comics have done a great job of doing that. There have been several series that go back in time and explore those, those, those eras. I'd love to see that in a show like this. It would be rad to see a, um, uh oh a disney channel original series with teen thor and loki hanging out oh. getting getting into shenanigans yeah yeah i think that's a really good idea <laughs> have you ever seen donald blake and thor in the same place <laughs> um yeah so i i really enjoyed those sequences i think the the tva um really opens the door for a lot of cool stuff to take place yeah um even just that little that clicker that Owen yeah. Wilson had <laughs> um it's just so fun you know and and Falcon Winter Soldier wasn't really a fun show mm. um it was definitely a lot more serious and, and it had a lot of serious elements to it and there were laughs for sure but um there's a lot of like 
I don't know if this is the right word for it, but like kind of slapsticky humor um, in this show. Hmm. Oh, in that, this show. Yeah. 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 Um, that we that was absent in that one. So it's kind of even a palate cleanser, this first episode. Yeah. Yeah. I think so, too. And it sort of catches you up with different events right. uh, for context. Yeah. Um, I, I will say, though, uh, this episode, I could see, I haven't read much in the way of commentary online. I've kind of avoided it. Mm. I could see how someone would say, oh, this episode's a bit boring. Yeah. In the sense that, you know, there isn't much beyond the stuff that we just talked about that really happens. It's, it's, it's very much centered on Loki, breaking him down, humbling him, him watching these experiences that he's never had unfold, his reactions to that. It's a very, very character-driven episode. Yeah. And if Loki is not your, is not your dude, um, you're going to have a hard time with this one, I think. Then I hope you like Owen Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Another person, though, who uh, actually appeared in this episode that I am a fan of is Gugu Mbatha Raw. Um, she played, uh, her name in the show is Ravona. Um, but she's the, she's the one who Loki, she's kind of like one of the jailers. Um, she's the one who tells Owen Wilson, like, you shouldn't be speaking to this person. And then ultimately Loki straps her with the, uh, with that yeah, device yeah, yeah. around her neck. I yeah. think, I think in the show, I had the subtitles on, I want to say she was guardian. I think I read B52, but that I feel like that's wrong. <laughs> oh, that's, um, one me Musaku who played Hunter B15. Oh, okay. Okay. So I got my characters mixed up. So she's the one who is the character you're referring to, I think. Um, she's actually from, um, what's that show called? Uh, uh, shoot, it was an HBO Max, HBO series recently, uh, uh, Lovecraft Country. Oh, really? Lovecraft Country, yes. And she oh. did a tremendous job on that show. And so it's really cool to see her here in this series. Yeah, good for her. Yeah. Um, all around, I would say the cast was great. Everyone did a great job. Lots of good interplay. The scene where Loki uh, threatens the, the 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 guy at his desk who just has yeah. a ton of Infinity Stones and, <laughs> and stuff. He's <laughs> like, What's a fish? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's there's a lot of great moments, and I think that um, if you're open to Loki, you will find something to enjoy here in this first episode. But the ending of this episode, I think, mm -hmm. really sets up some interesting stuff going forward. So let me ask you, who do you think, or, or I guess we know it's Loki, right? Yeah. What version of Loki do you think was behind that silhouette? I think and hope it is sort of like the original um pointy nose big chin um uh green chainmail uh 1960s loki you know you know what i mean yeah. with a great big great Absolutely. big horns coming out of like the dome skull cap instead of the the cool jamie mckelvey one yeah okay i definitely can see that i actually thought that that was woman loki Oh, 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 baby. 
I hope it is. <laughs> um, I guess it depends on whether or not they're because your idea, um, assuming that, that that would have to be Tom Hiddleston playing a, another. No, they get no. They they I, I do remember they cast somebody else. I'm gonna oh, look really? it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I remember this being announced, but I don't remember who it was. Okay, I didn't. I wasn't aware of that. Is it? Uh, is it Richard Grant? It might or, be or Aaron Bielner. Boy, Ri- uh, Richard it? Richard E. Grant. I think so. Richard yeah. E. Grant. Okay, yeah. So um, he is an older man. He's sixty-four uh, years old. Yeah. So I I don't I don't know how that would play. Um, but I'm interested. Yeah, I think I think the thing is, you know, get Tom Hiddleston, who's like, you know, he's got those classically handsome features, mm-hmm. and then you get this old pointy guy as you know, old Viking Loki, and make him all, all you know, hand ringy, dick dastardly uh, Loki. <laughs> Although. I, I think I could also argue that would set that seems predictable. Mm. So I think I do like yours too. Plus yours is sexy. I honestly I would be so down for that because the comics showed how Loki as a woman um there were tons of different stories to be told with that version of the character. Mm. And I would love to see the show explore Loki's diverse side. Sure. Feminine. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Cause there's even like, there's even the kid version of Loki that we get to see at some point in the comics. Um, I don't know. I don't know where they're going to take the show. And that's the beauty of it. I think Loki is the most unpredictable MCU product in a while. That's a good, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, like, I don't know huh. what is going to happen here at all. Yeah, and it's only six episodes. So mm-hmm. I think uh, I think that being the case this early on in the show, I think is probably a really good sign. Because, yeah. you know, with WandaVision, I think pretty much even with the, the trailers and stuff for WandaVision, everybody, I feel like everybody pretty much had a, a solid guess as to the fact that it was Agatha all along. Right. Nothing nothing happened in WandaVision that was um, surprising to me other than the the Quicksilver twist, which wasn't even, there was nothing. A twist, um, yeah. Exactly. So I really feel like Loki has, I have no theories other than the fact that I believe that Kang will appear in some form or fashion yeah. in this show because i think i mean you're talking about time kang is the time guy you know um i have no theories and that's a fun place to be for someone who has a theory about everything yeah and you know my i guess my final thoughts are yeah this episode doesn't do a lot to inform you about what the show is necessarily going to be it doesn't reveal what the big twist is uh, other than the idea that loki's going to be kind of fighting himself presumably um and it leaves us in an interesting place, which you can't always say about MCU things. Whether you like them or not, one of the biggest complaints is that they're very predictable pieces of content. 
And I agree with that. I don't think there's anything wrong with predictability, but it's mm. a fact. Um, I had fun with this episode. I thought it was really enjoyable. I really, really liked Owen Wilson a lot. Like, I don't, I can't even think of anything else I've seen him in. This was awesome. Yeah. This was great. Yeah. Uh, and I think Tom Hiddleston made me care again about a character who I really haven't cared for since 2012. That, that's just where I'm at with it. I, I really enjoyed this episode. Yeah. I think I'm in the same boat. I really did. You know, even, even with the uh, other Loki twist, you know, I think my, my knee jerk reaction with uh, these, the properties of this genre I tend to go, oh, yeah, oh, great. Of course, it's the other Loki. But then I sat with it a second. I went, hang on, okay. And then I remembered, you know, older Loki. And I went, okay. Yeah. Um, but, it, sorry, go ahead. Um, no, please, finish your thought. Uh, but um, I think if, if you as uh, the viewer will indulge this series and setting up these characters – I I I think this this has a really good chance of paying this off because it seems yeah. like they're really building uh building something here and, and laying the foundation for something uh that could be uh, another great. Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm looking forward to the next 5 episodes. I can't believe it's only going to be 6 episodes, but these shows haven't really been terribly long, so um, and, and six is probably good. I suspect that by the time we get to the end, uh, it'll have felt um, exactly appropriate. Yeah. Um, one of the common complaints for the Netflix shows was that they were like an episode or two too long. And they all had that one filler episode that was just like, okay, what are we doing here? Um, for better or worse, I think for the better, none of the MCU shows have felt like that. Yeah. Um, whether you enjoyed them ultimately or not, none of them feel like they've been um, fat. Fat. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, I think th those are our thoughts about Loki so far to this point. Uh, we're going to review this show every single Wednesday here on We Watch Loki. If you enjoy this, please do leave us a like, uh, a review, and a rating on whatever po podcast hosting platform you're listening to us on. If you're listening to us on YouTube, make sure that you guys smash that subscribe button, like the smash video, share it. it with your friends. Yeah, absolutely. Smash it. Hulk smash it. Uh, and drop us a comment. You guys have been tremendous about the comments over on YouTube, and we really appreciate it. So keep that going. Listen to our Monday show every single Monday, the Comics Pals proper. We're talking about these characters, the news, everything else that you want to know about them. We're tackling there on that monday podcast and then if you read comics check out our reviews every single week for the books that drop on wednesdays we do image first reviews on wednesdays and then on sundays we review everything else so uh we've got tons of content for you comic book lovers out there thank you for listening we really appreciate it and we will see you next week on we watch loki until then take care guys see you next week that seems like it's two big wows wow wow <laughs>